I'd be willing to bet you've had this thought once or twice because it's so easy to believe that you need a large social media following to make more money in your online business. And yet it's another myth I'm looking to bust. What I found to be true, both for myself and my clients, is that you can land your first or next client with the audience size you have at this very moment. And I'm here to talk about how in this fourth episode of the Myth Busting series. Hint, it has everything to do with your mindset. I talk about how followers alone don't lead to revenue growth, my own experience with landing 10K projects without much of a following, and what I focused on instead to see results, and clients who have had five-figure months with a small audience. If you felt like you need to have a huge audience to make more money in your online biz, today's episode is going to help you to shift that belief so you can stop chasing followers and likes and start believing you have everything you need to land your next client now. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am so freaking excited to be recording the fourth episode of the Myth Busting series. Seriously, this series has been so much fun for me because I love nothing more than peeling back the layers and really shining a light on the stories and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from making the kind of income and impact you desire so you can focus on more of the right actions that are actually going to move your business forward and help you to see big results. This has been so much fun just to really get to the root of what those beliefs even are. What are the things that we think we need to be successful in online business? What are the stories that are talked about again and again and again that make it seem like we're missing something, like we should be doing something else, like we don't have what it takes? What are the excuses that pop up when we think about hitting that next level? All of this has been so fun to dive into and to really explore more, which of course is what we're going to be doing today as well. So, Today's myth that I want to bust is I need a large social media following to make more money in my online business. Now, I can tell you from my own experience in my own business, multiple businesses at this point, and the work that I do with my clients that this is simply not true. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about where I think this belief stems from, my own evidence that I have in how this belief has not necessarily been true for me, and then also want to dive into kind of how we can shift this belief. What are the more empowering thoughts we can think about instead so that that is more in support of your goals and making big things happen in your online business? 
So the first thing I want to say here is I think that there is this idea because social media marketing is what it is that you need a ton of followers to be successful online. And I just don't think that's true. And honestly, I think it's kind of funny because if you think about it, everyone that you now look up to, everyone who you now see online who does have a ton of followers or does have a really large audience, they all started somewhere, right? They all started with just an audience of one, but also just one person. They started with connecting with just one person. They started by sending that first invoice. They started by doing the same exact things that you may be doing now. So I think that's just really useful to remember because I think sometimes just numbers being what they are and the kind of energy there is in the online space, it can be really easy to forget that the same people you look up to now once started with just one person in their audience. And remembering that is super useful because it gives you permission to start from that very same place. Now, for you, this might not look like one person. This could look like 10 people. This could look like 30 people. This could look like 300 people. Whatever it looks like for you, I want you to remember that you can grow your online business and you can make really good money now from where you are at currently if you have the right mindset and if you are consistent in your strategy. I really do believe that. I believe in taking the right actions consistently is what builds big results over time. And of course, you know that I believe mindset is the foundation of that. It's almost impossible to take action in your business if you do not have the mindset in place to really take that consistent action. Because what happens is you start taking action And then, of course, your brain goes, oh, my gosh, (laughs) we're not seeing results from this action. And we live in this age of instant gratification and we want to see those results now. And we convince ourselves, you know what, maybe I really do look silly online. Maybe this isn't working. Maybe I didn't say the right thing. Maybe I'm not really an expert. Maybe I can't get this business off the ground or whatever it is that your brain is telling you now. And... That makes it harder to take the action, of course. So that's why getting your mindset in the right place first is so incredibly important. But of course, we don't just want to be doing mindset all day, every day without taking any action either. So it really is the marriage of the two that helps you to see those big results in your business. So I know I talk about this stuff all the time, but I just wanted to reiterate that because it is so important and it really is the basis for this conversation that we're having today. So this idea that we need a lot of followers and we need a giant audience in order to make good money online, I think is a really easy belief to fall into because in a way it makes sense. In a way, it's easy to see how more numbers lead to more potential clients, which lead to more inquiries, which lead to more actual clients, which lead to more money in your business. Like I totally get it on a conceptual, logical level. However, what I have found to be true is that just chasing those followers, just chasing that larger audience actually misses out on a really big piece of the puzzle. Now, here's what I mean by that. 
If you are only looking to grow the numbers without actually paying attention to who is in your audience or are you actually connecting with, nurturing, initiating that next step with those people, all of those solid relationship building aspects, then you're probably not seeing the results that you want because it's almost more about the numbers than it is about the relationship, right? So this is a super silly example that's just coming to me now, but imagine going on a date with someone and they're like, oh no, I'm just looking to like go on 30 dates. Like I don't actually care whether you're the person or whether like this is actually the right thing for me. And you know what, if we could just speed this up, that'd be really great. Cause you know, I have my next one in a few minutes and just like, you know, let's move it along here. Of course, that's like a very dramatic example, but do you see where I'm coming from here? Do you see how that actually kind of misses out on the entire point, which if you're dating is probably to build a longstanding long-term relationship with someone to find your person, to be in that kind of supportive relationship, right? Like that's the whole point. And the same thing is true in business. If we apply that example, if we're only looking for the numbers without any interest in the relationship, then it just feels half-hearted and it also probably isn't going to get you to the end result that you want, which is more clients, right? So I think this is super helpful to look at because a lot of times the focus goes entirely to the numbers. It goes entirely to how can I grow my following? How can I increase the audience? How can I increase engagement, right? There's almost this this like idea, for lack of a better word, that that is the most important thing. And it's just not true. I remember back to my branding and web design business that I had. And it's so funny to look back on this because I can see the things that I was doing exactly right with the newfound knowledge that I have and being in business for as long as I have at this point and having multiple businesses at this point. Like there's so much that is 2020 in hindsight. And I can see the parts that I could have done better as well. And it's fascinating to look at. But the reason I want to share these things with you is because I like to think I struggled so you don't have to. So I really want to give you that gift of 2020 hindsight so that you don't have to go through years and years of testing and tweaking and getting your mindset right and shifting those stories and beliefs. You can really get there that much faster, which of course is what coaching does and especially mindset and sales coaching. So that's really what I want to dive into here as well. I remember when I was closing 10k web design projects in my design business and I took a look back at the metrics because I knew I was going to talk about this on today's episode and I was trying to pinpoint exactly how much of a following I had at that point because I wanted to be able to tell you, I wanted to be able to tell you I had X followers and I was making, you know, 10K on web design projects, but I couldn't find an exact number because I wasn't tracking metrics at that time, which by the way, if you're not tracking metrics, even if they are painful to look at right now, it is the thing that it supports you in further growth, right? So the data is so useful because when you can look at the data, you can see what's actually going on in your business and you can make that the foundation through which you make decisions rather than making emotional decisions based on how you 
feel things are going in your business because those are two different things, right? And we know that our brain likes to make up all kinds of stories all the time. So when you can really look back on that data, it's so useful. And one more note on this, this isn't a conversation about metrics and data, but I want to talk about it while we're here, which is so often I hear from clients, but I'm, I'm afraid to look at the data when they first start working with me. And that's totally normal. So I just want to normalize that. But I also want you to know that familiarizing yourself with those numbers is what supports you in future growth and really helps you to build your business because if you're afraid of looking at the numbers now, we know that you're probably just going to up-level the goal when you get to the next number, when you hit the next income goal, when you hit the next whatever level of your business. So you're probably still going to be afraid to look at the numbers because you'll still be carrying along that idea that your business should be further ahead, right? So it's really this habit that we want to establish early on because that is what is going to remove that charge around it, make looking at those metrics less heavy. And that is the mindset that you can bring later on into your business so that those things don't feel charged at every single income level. So just super helpful conversation to have there around metrics because I really do believe that shifting your mindset around that early on in business is such a gift. Okay, so landing 10K website design projects with under 600 followers. I took a look back to when I started tracking those metrics and it was definitely under 600 because I was just like thinking back and I remember when I started tracking it. So it was definitely way before then. Anyway, so all of this to say that that is not a massive audience. That is not a massive following. That is not something someone would be like, oh my gosh, she had such a big audience. And the funny thing about that is, and this is on Instagram, by the way, sorry, I should clarify that. But the funny thing about this is there are definitely things I was getting right and there are things that I could have done better. So let's talk about those things. One of them was my focus on relationships as the most important thing. This is something that I didn't even know that I was doing, which is why I'm like laughing in hindsight. But I was definitely focusing on building those relationships because... As we know, most of my design clients came through referrals, which were very helpful. And we've talked about the pros and cons of that, right? So the pros is that referrals typically like convert really easily. They're a great, like, they're just like easy lead gen, basically. Like, it's just an amazing thing. And that was great, except for the cons being that I always felt like the results in my business happened outside of me, right? So I really felt like I was like waiting for that next email, waiting for something to come through. And I didn't necessarily feel like it was within my power, which I now know it is, but I didn't necessarily feel like it was within my power to go get clients, right? I was just waiting for them to come. So you can really see the pros and cons of that. But when we think about it in terms of building relationships, because that is such an important part of the sales process, I mean, that's basically like the whole sales process, right? Is that initiating relationships, nurturing relationships, and then inviting people to become paying clients. Like that is how I view building client relationships. And that is the process that I 
was really like nailing (laughs) to toot my own horn there, right? And I think what's interesting here is not only was I nailing those relationships, which quite honestly were mostly in-person relationships or like online connections that I had made that then referred me out or previous um, connections I had from when I was working in New York, like all of those were the relationships that helped me to build my business. But the other thing I was focusing on were happy clients and happy clients are so amazing, right? Of course, we all love happy clients, but happy clients tend to come back for more work, which is even more amazing. So not only was I doing really good work, I was delivering things on time. I was, you know, on top of my workload and all the kind of good things that make for a great client experience. I was also available for that repeat work, right? And that was so great in building that design business. So parts I could have done better. And again, I'm sharing this so that because I made these mistakes so you don't have to. So this is why this is so valuable for me to share because I don't want you to have to go through all of this. So I was not talking about what I did, who I helped, how people could work with me, how they could take the next step with me, and all of the things that would essentially lead to getting clients. Now, this is kind of a funny thing because I essentially wasn't marketing my design business. I look back now and I remember posting a lot of photos of like home decor stuff because that's what I was interested in. We had just gotten our new apartment in Denver and then we moved into this house in the mountains and like that's was an interest of mine. So I was like sharing a lot of kind of like home styling things. I also remember I was like interested in capsule wardrobes at the time. So I would like take pictures of my capsule wardrobe and I would spend way too much time putting together like links for said capsule wardrobes. And legit, I could not see the connection between all of these pieces. And I'm not even kidding, right? Like I could not understand how People couldn't see how if I was good at all of those things, I would also be good at helping them with their branding and web design work. I mean, now that seems super obvious, right? But this is where blind spots come in. And I think this is where this is so important to talk about because the right coach is going to see your blind spots. The right coach is going to help you to understand where those missing links are and where there might be quite frankly, gaps in your strategy, gaps in those actions that you're taking. Because in my mind, I was taking the actions. I was doing the things, right? I was spending all this time pulling together capsule wardrobe stuff. I was spending all this time styling photos of my home. I felt like I was doing the things. I felt like I was showing up in all of these ways. And I could not understand why other people could not understand that that would make me a good designer for their brand. Huge gap, huge gap in marketing, right? And it's funny to think of now because when I look back and I'm like, I thought I was marketing, but I actually wasn't clear. I actually wasn't clear on promoting what I had to offer. I wasn't clear on... (laughs) the actions that I should be taking on a regular basis that would actually get me closer to my next client. And quite frankly, I don't think I had the confidence in place either. Like, I don't think I had the confidence in place to believe that people actually wanted to work with me. I was still in that place where I felt like 
you know, clients would drop from the sky and it was like amazing that someone would pay me to work on their brand, right? Like it's so funny to think about, but that is where I got so caught up because I was focusing on so many things that didn't actually matter. And I can see if I had hired a coach so much sooner, I probably would have seen more results in that business sooner as well, right? But like I said, like that was a successful business from day one, but there was like this huge gap. So it was working, but I can see now how it could have worked so much better. And it's funny because I think it's the exact journey that I needed to have in order to be where I am now because, of course, I felt so much more of a pull toward mindset coaching and I knew that mindset was really ultimately the thing that helped my clients to get incredible results because there would be people who would spend 10k on a website for it to fall flat and then there would be people who would spend 10k on a web design and they would go on to get you know pilots on HGTV or I'd do a lookbook for them and they'd have products land in anthropology like People would get really incredible results because they had the mindset and the brand helped them to up level that. But mindset was always the foundation. And when I saw that, everything became so much clearer for me, as in this was the direction I wanted to head. But okay, I digress. I'm going off on a tangent here, but (laughs) I want you to understand that the mindset was the thing that was getting results all along. And that is why I want to shift these thoughts around social media as well. Because like I said, all of that stuff that I just talked about, all of that happened with 600-ish followers, less than 600 followers, right? So when you can look at it from that perspective, you can see how focusing on connection and building relationships with your potential clients is the most important thing. It isn't necessarily the audience size because most of the time you probably don't have room for like a ton of people. Like really take a second. I want you to think about this. What is the number of people that you have capacity for right now? What is the number of clients that you actually have room to take in your business? And most of you have a number in mind, even if you think you don't, even if you're like, but I could maybe take on more or like, I can't even dream of that number. Like, you know, (laughs) you know what the number is. So what is the number in your gut right now? And then chances are you already have an audience size that is bigger than that number, right? So freaking incredible to think about because then we can shed this limiting belief. Then it no longer has to be a barrier that you don't feel like you have the audience size that you need to land clients and make more money in your business. Because if you already have an audience of the number of people you are looking to book, then you already have an audience that is big enough to land your next client. That's pretty cool, right? So it's not that audience size or growth isn't important at all. That's definitely not the impression I want to give here. But I do want to be clear that it's not the thing that is often holding you back from the growth you want. And when you can think about it from that perspective, 
It's so liberating because it means that this thing that you once thought was a barrier for your success, for that next level of income, to land that next client, is no longer a barrier. It is no longer a roadblock. And you can decide that you can get a client with the exact amount of people in your audience, the exact amount of followers that you have in this moment. And that, that belief is what is going to help you to land your next client. Not thinking that you don't have enough, not thinking that you can't get a client, not thinking that you need to be doing all of these different things and be showing up in all of these different places. No, you can get a client now with the audience you have now, with the actions that you are taking now, It is possible, right? So often I say to clients, you could land a client tomorrow. And (laughs) it's so funny because I'll get messages in Basecamp, which is the software I use to communicate in between calls. And I'll have messages from clients that go, oh my gosh, it totally just happened. But you could land a client tomorrow. And so much of shifting our mindset is really leaning into that belief. So when I say you could land a client tomorrow, what are the thoughts that come up around that? What are the excuses that your brain is telling you for all of the reasons that is not possible for you? Seriously, get your journal out, write out what all of those things are, because this is super useful information. This is amazing to look at because when you get clear on what those beliefs are, what those excuses are, then you know what you're working with. Then you can actually see where are those opportunities to shift those thoughts? Where can you lean into new, more empowering beliefs around how that is totally possible for you? I think this is sometimes funny, and especially if you've been in business for a little while, you probably have enough evidence to support this. And what I mean by that is think to the last time you got a client. You probably didn't know the day before that that was going to happen. You probably didn't know that like at 7 a.m. Susie was going to email you and she was going to say that she's been following you for years and she really wants to work with you. And how can she take that next step? Like the chances, like most of us just don't know when it's going to happen and what the exact moment is going to be. And if you've been in business for a while, you can probably look back and you can probably reflect on previous clients and see how that is true. So when you look at that, it's really helpful to use that evidence to support your new beliefs. Now, what I mean by that is you can see, hey, if I didn't know last time that Susie was going to email me and want to work with me and then just like be super excited to pay me all these all this money. I'm just using the name Susie as a random example here. But like <laughs> insert your client's name here. If you didn't know that she was going to reach out and want to pay you, want to work with you, last time, why is it that we think that we're going to know the next time, right? Like, it's just so funny how this works. Because when you can be like, oh yeah, like I didn't know last time and it all worked out perfectly for me. So it's probably totally normal that I don't know this time and it's still going to work out perfectly for me. So use that evidence that you have to support this new, more empowering belief that it can happen quickly, that you can see that next client come through, that you can really, you know, 
just know that the followers aren't the thing that necessarily leads to that next client. It's connecting and nurturing and It really is in building those relationships that ultimately we start to see more growth in business. We start to see more opportunities arise. We start to see more traction and momentum. And this is a funny thing too, because I think when people hear that, apparently me calling things a funny thing is just my thing today. When you hear that, a lot of people think like, oh, okay, well, like I reached out to potential clients and like I haven't seen a result yet. And it's like, okay, but like results aren't linear, right? So most of the time, you're probably not going to see like, it doesn't work like this cause and effect thing, right? You're probably going to take a bunch of actions over time that are all going to compound into a larger impact and grow your business overall. But it's not typically like put one action in, get like get one client out. Like it just doesn't work that way. And that's why keeping your mindset in check and staying in that right mindset along the way is so important because it ultimately isn't about the followers. Like you could be reaching out to more people. You could be gaining visibility. And then all of a sudden you actually, this happened to me. Okay. So I remember I was doing a lot of one-on-one outreach in the beginning of my coaching business. And that looked like just having coffee chats with other business owners, really working to get more visible, being willing to have conversations that were often uncomfortable, talking about what I did and who I helped, like really just working on getting more visible. And I remember when I was taking those actions, I felt like nothing was actually working, like nothing was actually adding up or leading to results the way I wanted it to. And I think like, you know, for sure had seen growth at that point, but like not in the way I had wanted. And then I remember like I got an invitation to like a speaking thing, right? And it was so cool to see that come through because it doesn't always happen the way that you think it's going to, right? So from that speaking thing, I actually ended up landing a client, but that happened within a span of like months, right? It wasn't like I did one thing and got one client out of it. Although of course, like it all helps and it all adds up, but that was like many efforts over time that ultimately led to that result. Not one single action. So I hope that makes sense there. I hope you can see how like On the whole, yes, gaining visibility is an important part of growing a business. Taking actions that are going to get you more visible is all an important part of growing a business. But even that in itself is not really connected to audience size because I really truly believe that when I take action toward what I want, it's up to the universe to meet me halfway. And what I mean by that is I don't know exactly how my dreams, goals, and desires are going to come about. I just know, and I hold this higher belief, that my desires are there for a reason, that my desires are meant to be there, and it is up to the universe to meet me halfway with the right people, opportunities, and like what seems like straight up magic to help me to reach those goals. And that is ultimately what I believe to be true for my clients as well. So it's so funny because that is typically when clients get the 
best results is when they really believe that their desires are there for a reason. They know that whatever that desire is, is going to happen regardless of the timeline and they release exactly how it's going to show up for them. And the reason I think this is useful is because this belief system works at every audience size, right? It really truly does at every business size. If you believe that you are going to take consistent action toward your goal, which is probably more income and more clients and more impact, something along those lines, just like guessing here, because that's usually where my clients' goals lie, like... That if you believe that that is possible for you and you release exactly how it's going to show up, it is amazing how the right things just seem to line up. And I really believe that that higher level belief is the thing that supports people like in growing that audience size, right? Because then it's no longer connected to this like one single action that feels super pressured, right? So for example, like if you feel like writing marketing content feels like this really pressured intense thing, I know there was a point in my coaching business where I definitely felt like it was like pulling teeth to write content, right? And when that felt super pressured, all of the actions that followed felt harder, When you can believe that like you're going to hit that goal anyway, and like quite honestly, the goal I was trying to hit at that point, I can tell you now, like I did hit it. So I've seen the full timeline on this, right? But when you can believe that that goal is going to happen regardless, maybe not today, tomorrow, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, but when you can believe that it is going to happen and release exactly how and when it shows up for you, that is when all of this starts to work and that's when audience size feels less important because truly it's not so much about audience size as it is about that one-on-one connection and building relationships and even if you're at a point in your business where you're like I like I can't connect one-on-one the way I used to right like so your audience has grown to be larger, I would still argue that you are still touching your audience with your content, with different ways of marketing, with different ways you're sharing value. Like, I think you're still having that larger impact, right? So useful to see how audience size isn't always the thing that is holding you back from getting that next client. It's interesting to me to look at my own client examples of this too. And like, I remember I'm thinking of one client specifically, she came to me with a really large audience, but wasn't really sure how to turn it into the business that she wanted. And that was a lot of the work that we've done together. And I think that that's just so helpful to hear because that's what helps you to dial it back from this desire to have like this super large audience before you can land your next client. Like even the people out there who have super large audiences may not necessarily be making the kind of income behind the scenes that you think that they are. 
Honestly, I've had clients with a relatively small audience size make absolute bank by getting their mindset right and focusing on taking more of the right actions that make the biggest difference in their bottom line. Seriously, I'm thinking of one client in particular that nurtured the small following that she had and went on to have a five-figure month. This is the work I love supporting my clients in, and I'm here to help you shift your own beliefs so you can get big results of your own. If you're ready to get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge around sales so you can shift it and start landing them with more ease, then I'd love for you to join me for my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call. I only do a few of these each week, so be sure to grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. It's just so helpful to see that like audience size is not the determiner of your results and the more you can detangle those beliefs and not let that be a limiting belief the easier it is to take action to focus on nurturing and like embracing the audience you have now right I think it's especially interesting to look at newsletter lists because I think it's so funny when people say like oh well like my newsletter list isn't very big it's only like 20 people or my newsletter list isn't very big it's only like you know 100 people and it's so funny because it's like if you had that many people in a room you would probably be like oh my gosh there are so many people listening to me talk right now so when you can put it in that context when you can really understand that there is a it's not just an email address there is a person a real live person on the other side of that that is enjoying what you have to say and getting value out of what you have to say and it's interested in your work like that is really freaking cool and it makes audience size less of an issue and it really shifts it to be more about building those relationships so the question that I have for you is What belief needs to shift for you to believe that you can get clients now? If it isn't audience size, what is it? What is the belief that is holding you back from getting clients? Like, what is it that you think you need first? And I mean, heck, there may be dozens of these beliefs there, but that's why this work is so useful. That's why really looking at those thoughts and beliefs can help you to shift them, can help you to understand with what you're starting with so that you can shift towards beliefs that really do support you in landing more clients and making more money in your business, which is really what we're talking about here. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope that it has really helped you to shift that belief that you need a large social media following before you can make more money in your online business because it is just not true. You can go and land a client tomorrow with the audience size you have now. Do not let that stop you. And again, not to say that growing your audience isn't important, but again, it's often not the audience size, but the beliefs we have around that audience size that hold us back from landing those next clients and making more money in business. So thank you so much for tuning in for the fourth episode of the Myth Busting Series. 
This is so much fun. I love these episodes. I love shining a light on these things. I love just shaking up those beliefs in general and really diving into where you may be holding yourself back or limiting yourself so that you can shift it and see bigger results in your business. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, if you are loving this series, I would be so incredibly grateful to you. If you would screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram stories, be sure to tag me at Amanda Joyce Weber so that I can see that and reshare that. And if you are loving this podcast, I always appreciate honest reviews. So please head over to wherever you listen to podcasts. That purple podcasting app on Apple is great. And leave a review. I would absolutely love to see that. And it's just so helpful in getting this information out and into the hands of people who need it most. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. So grateful for you. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. What are all of the excuses that come up? Or actually, hold on, let me, I said that wrong. Um, Let's see, how do I want to rephrase this? Because that's, sorry, I got mixed up with my notes here.